nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a Golf Passport cardholder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. I saw this on a number of news sites today. How to Destroy a Society, written by L. Todd Wood. It was published Sunday, August 19th, just this past Sunday, in the Washington Times. And as I read it, something gnawed at me. Ah, the gnawing part, I forgot. If I wanted to destroy a society and have a long-term focus, wanted to do it stealthily and effectively to make the society destroy itself... I would do the following. I would destroy the religious ideals that built the country and held it together. Uh, number two, I would destroy the family, the fabric of society. I would tear apart the nuclear family that produced stable children. Uh, I won't read the whole, every one of them. Number three, I would promote the concept of toxic masculinity and extremist feminism. What better way to make the society less masculine, less able to field a strong military? Uh, I would push to have as many women on frontline infantry units. Uh, number four, I would destroy the education system. I would plant Marxist professors throughout the university system, teaching new generations nothing about American history, but filling their heads full of communist propaganda. They would know nothing of Washington, Lincoln, or Jefferson. Number five, I would divide the races. Number six, I would corrupt the federal government. I would fill the intelligence and security services with traitors to the nation's founding. Number seven, I would take away the population's means to defend itself, meaning I would take away their guns. Uh, number eight, I would destroy self-reliance and ingenuity by making over half the population dependent on the government. Number nine, I would use big tech to completely remove any viewpoints or ideas that were associated with the old America. So oh. this, is, this is eerie, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Number 10, I would corrupt the nation's leadership with money, finding those who would sell out the country for pieces of silver. Number 11, I would promote the disrespect of the nation's symbols. I would have people kneel during the national anthem, burn the flag, tear down statues of the nation's history. Number 12, I would find a straw man, a country uh, who was also a malicious adversary to America, though much less powerful, and I would focus all the negative energy and recriminations towards this straw man country in this manner. The targeted nation would be ignorant of my true, atten true intentions. And then he concludes by saying... Uh, everything I have written above is happening right now in front of your eyes. What gnawed at me? You should. You should. Something should be I gnawing was at to you. Keep track here. Um, did you repeat all that? We've played this on the show before. Does any of this ringing a bell? It rem you know what it reminded me of hmm. if uh, Paul Harvey when he did the That's uh, it. the devil. That's it. If I was the devil, Paul Harvey did this in 1964, and he called it. If I were the devil. Yes. That's what it reminded me of. So I looked that up again. We played it on this show. Yeah, I remember. I, I'm not suggesting that this L. Todd Wood, whoever he is, is plagiarizing. But it's the same piece, basically. 
Only Harvey saw this coming in 1964. Right. He updated it several times, but the original, if I were the devil, was 1964. If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness. And I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. The. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies, and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. Stop. Look at the opioid crisis. This is 1964. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. Look at the opioid crisis we have in this country. Themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves, until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. Jeez. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. <laughs> God, that's happening. That's right, a spot on. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. 15 bucks an hour, and that's your socialist. Uh... 1964. And, and this current one is not that much different. What'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. We do that. Yes. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV well. is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. That Alki was obviously edited. Right. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Yeah, I'm glad I could track it down. Yeah, I'm glad you did, too. Wow. Because uh, I, I was making that connection, mm -hmm. but now listening to Paul Harvey from so many years ago, it's, um, it's eerie. 
deviancy is becoming normalized. What have we talked about? The decline of moral and ethical integrity. Right. Uh, yeah, I fear the mystery more than the mystery is. The mystery can do more. It's fundamental to this. It's fundamental do, to this. What did you say? And can do more damage to this country than our sitting president, who is. Uh, I, I believe so. Although it's Height's belief that that the sitting president is the reason the likes of Ocasio-Cortez are blossoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think the jury's out on that. Okay. I, don't know if, I don't know if we'll have a pushback or not. But, uh, and I'm not suggesting Ocasio-Cortez is, is uh, evil or, or the devil. I'm not, right, that's not right, what I'm right. suggesting at all. Uh, but I found, it, uh, I found it remarkable that uh, at the very least, you know what I would have done if I was this L. Todd Wood guy? I would have said, I'm going to get, take a crack at spinning what Paul Harvey did in 1964. Otherwise, this sounds a little bit, this sounds a little uh, presumptuous of him to to, right. to think that he has come up with this. An updated version. But, I would call it an updated version. Here's an updated version of what Paul Harvey was on to in 1964. Right. 1964. I would destroy the education system. Well, when we come back, we're going to visit, we're going to visit <laughs> oh, we are. the failed academy. By design is Joe Suchere. Take that orchestra down. Paul, go ahead, please. Joe, first, I know you're not a Bible guy, uh, but I am. I teach it. I kind of think of myself as GL's resident theologian, even, right. though, you're, even though you're not going out of business. <laughs> right. Well, we're not going out of business. Well, we're, going into a different, we're going into a different business. Yes. Unfortunately, this will probably be my last call in the 21 years I've been calling you. Yes, but, you have. Uh, You've been very loyal. Well, thank you very much. Um, what, what Paul Harvey is describing is Romans 1, verses 18 through the end of the chapter. It's about 15 verses. I know you don't have a Bible sitting in there. You can get it on, on one of the, you know, just Google it. Look up Romans 1, 1832. This is what happens when a society denies a creator, kind of like what Paul Harvey says. There is a progression as to what the, the denigration of a society when you deny that God exists, when you deny he's the creator, and it will shock you. It goes right in line with what's been going on from Darwin to today. Give it to me again. Romans 1. Romans 1. Yep. Chapter 1, verses 18 to 32. Verses 18 to 32. It describes our society to a T. I don't have a Bible in front of me, but I, you know what? I'm going to look it up. You got one. You look it up. Well, I think there's one in our house. Oh, of course there is. I hope. Yeah. Well, you can, get, you can look it up on your phone if I you want. I can go to a Google hotel it. and get one at right. Gideon's. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, Paul, I have, a, I have a serious question for you. I'm not joking. In the Bible, it, do you have one of those guys? Is there any of those guys that had a good sense of humor? In the Bible, or are they all? Is it all cut straight laced? And I know Jesus told some parables, but he wasn't. Paul, Paul is very sarcastic. Paul is. Uh, and Paul is incredibly sarcastic because he anticipates objections to his grace alone doctrines, and uh, you can't read it by and, and not think, boy, he's really poking poking the needle at people he knows are going to read this and object to it. So Saul, very, very who is, Saul, who is now Paul, is basically the comedian of the Bible. <laughs> I guess so, if you want Especially to call Especially when he wrote comedian. those letters to the Philippines. Yeah, where are they going? <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks. All Is right. he the one that said, Peter? I can uh, see your house from that was no, well, that, that was, was Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's that was right. Jesus. That's right. Reavers. It was kind of Reavers. I thought it was neat that he could see his house from Reavers. Reavers. Poor Peter got beat up. Reavers. What? Look that up. I want to. Oh, I'm sorry. Print it. Get Paul it into the me. Comedian of the Bible. No, seriously. <laughs> oh, Go to yeah. Romans one. Romans chapter one. One. And get me verses eighteen to thirty-two, and let me glance at them. Hurry up, print it. Hurry up and print it. In the meantime, let's visit the failed academy. I want it now. I want it right. I'm a bad waiter. All right, here we go. Professors of subjects such as women's studies and ethnic studies are largely out-earning those who teach more traditional subjects like math and science. A report released by the College and University Professional Association for Human Resources reveals that the average salary for professors of area, ethnic, cultural, gender, and group studies during the 2017-2018 academic year was about 15 grand more per year than for biology, math, and statistics, and science professors. According to the report, area, ethnic, cultural, gender, and group studies professors earned an average of $105,656 last year, while professors of physical sciences earned only $90,422. Mathematics and statistics professors made an average of $89,691, and biology and biomedical professors earned just $88,792. Courses taught by professors of subjects like cultural and gender studies include social justice praxis, P-R-A-X-I-S at the University of California, San Diego, queer sexuality and black popular culture. You can take that course at UC Santa Cruz and transnational feminism at UC Berkeley. Professors of this type also make considerably more than traditional liberal arts professors with English instructors earning just 85 grand on average. Uh, yeah. Does any of this surprise you? Uh, no. Doesn't surprise me. Professors in the fields of cultural and gender studies, which isn't a, there's nothing to study. You'll end up selling tires. What? What's the <laughs> right, point of it? Right. You can't, see, it's, here's how you, here's the rule of thumb. Okay. If you can't flunk it, <clears throat> it's not a real, it's not a real uh, uh, discipline or study. Right. If you how do you flunk? How do you flunk queer sexuality and black popular culture? I, let's let's assume that you would take that course if you're a black student. You couldn't flunk it. Yeah, you could not flunk that. What's what's? There's no standard. There's right. nothing to flunk. How do you flunk transnational feminism? I I I don't know. It's like art. You you can't. It's like art. If I can do it, the rule of thumb is: if I can do it, it ain't art. <laughs> right. 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 And and, and uh, the rule of thumb here is if you can't flunk it, it ain't a class. Right. And right. to my way of thinking, it ain't a class. And there's too many classes that you can't flunk. Not to mention too many professors allowing you to choose your own grade. Right. Uh, that is a horrible trend. Too many professors allowing you to uh, create your own major. Well, if, let, doesn't it stand to reason? And I'm, I would have been guilty myself. Doesn't it stand to reason if you create your own major, you'd create it with classes you can't flunk? Yes, because because I would know what I was doing. I would I would know how I would know be how to get an A. 
You can't flunk it. Well, here's Romans 1, 18 to 32. What do you got, bro? Uh, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth for what can be known about him. It's very heavy-duty stuff. But I can see where Paul uh, uh, would uh, find the similarities uh, between uh, uh, Paul Harvey and uh, Romans 1, chapters or verses 18 to 32. Uh, oh, even back then. In fact, professors in the fields of cultural and gender studies make almost 12 grand more than the average professor overall. The average salary for full professors across all disciplines was 93,830 bucks. That helps explain why college is so expensive. Notably though, the discrepancy only seems to apply to full professors while lower level professors earning salaries roughly in line with their counterparts in other disciplines. Assistant professors in cultural and gender studies disciplines make about this. I, I, I regret they use the word disciplines there. There's no, there's no discipline in a gender study. You can't flunk it. Make about the same as those in other fields with an average salary of around 67 grand while associate professors average about 75 grand. Okay. Romans 1 is the first chapter in the epistle to the Romans in the New Testament of the Christian Bible. It is authored by Paul the Apostle, but written by... Am a nuances. Well, who's Romans? But I thought it was written by a Tert- guy named Romans. Tertius. Okay. While Tertius, while Paul was in Corinth in winter of AD 57, 58. So that's like, you know, a couple decades ago. after Christ was gone. Yeah. Long time ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. The Romans. Mm-hmm. How are you guys doing? Hey, how are you? Yes. I'm not done with the academy. Okay, there's more. Well, not right. You, you can't flunk. So you you can't flunk uh, transgenderism. How can you flunk it? You can't. Yes. You can't. You can't even take, to flunk. You can't even take it pass fail. How do you, you know? get an A? <laughs> you're transgender or you're not? No, that's that's not one of our questions. Well, but even if you're studying it, what the hell are you? What? What history? What what are you studying? What dynamic can be applied to this? It? Is what it is. You're you, you're nodding in class at the chalkboard, going, "Okay, yeah, I agree I, with." Hey, yeah. what she said? I got her. Yep, uh, I, got, go. I got me a B. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment. Okay. But now, thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale uh, who flunked quite a few classes with your money now. Wait, hang on, Bruce. He probably had a really funny line, and I, I know, had, and you stepped all. I over had the it. access. Go ahead, Bruce. Sorry. What was the? Yeah, I did have, but uh, what was the the official name of that class you were just referring to? Well, there's many that I say they're not classes because you can't flunk them. Well, Transnational I, feminism. Oh, I thought there was one in queer sexuality. Well, yeah, or there is. I'll uh, give you that one. I was just wondering if you took a class in queer sexuality, can you get straight A's? <laughs> It's called Queer Sexuality in Black Popular Culture. You can fly out to California and take that at UC Santa Cruz. Oh, okay. I'll, you can't uh, flunk that. Hey, they got a nice uh, boardwalk out there yeah, at Santa Cruz. I may go out just for that. Uh, mixed day in the stock market today. Uh, the blue chips are down after having some nice performances in the last few sessions. Right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 67 points. The NASDAQ Composite, though, on the plus side, ahead 33. And the S&P 500 is up about one point. 
Good news for Target. Target said store sales at established locations rose at the fastest rate in more than a decade in the latest quarter, buoyed by efforts to improve stores and e-commerce capabilities, as well as the booming economy that has lifted sales across the retail landscape. Sales at stores open at least a year were up 6.5% in the quarter compared to a year ago, and total revenue climbed almost 7%. Target raised its full-year earnings outlook, and today's shares are up more than 2%. Amazon updated its voice assistant with a feature that can make Alexa more kid-friendly. When the free time feature is activated, Alexa answers certain questions differently. For example, when Alexa is asked where babies come from, the kid version tells youngsters to go ask a grown-up. Parents can set a time for Alexa to go silent. Rocket and Sue Community. cloudy into 82 degrees. Twins White Sox, they're playing down in Chicago this afternoon. Jorge Polanco with a two-run homer in the first for the Twins. Uh, the White Sox have answered with two solo shot home runs. So right now, it is two to 2-2, two, that ball game in the fourth inning. Kyle Gibson on the mound for the Twins. That means we got to turn it on at 3 o'clock on the TCL Big T <laughs> TV here. Okay. okay, then. There's a pitch! <laughs> yeah, Twins 2019 <laughs> schedule has been announced. Uh, they'll open the season with a three-game series against the Indians at Target Field, March twenty-eighth. I disagree. Thirty-first. Why? Why? Because they want to have a snowman-making contest uh, on the field. Uh, uh, after that, after those first three games uh, at the end of March, here they will they're hit still the road. making up games, John. That were snowed I, I, out yeah. in April. I, I know. I know. Uh, they'll then head on a ten-day road trip after that to Kansas City, Philadelphia, and New York to play the Mets. Uh, they will play uh, 20 interleague games next year. Here's the teams that will show up at Target Field. The Brewers, the Mets, the Braves, and the Washington Nationals. Well, John, where are we going? i got to plan my road trip now. I, I don't know, Chris. They play the National League East? I, I think so, yeah. Same okay. team is basically, and yeah. the Brewers. I'd like to go to Pittsburgh and see a game. I uh, would, too. That, that they're not in the East, though. Yeah, but I would like to go to Pittsburgh. What do you mean they're not in the East? They're in the Central. Even, even though they are on the well, East I meant, Coast. I meant the East Coast. But it's like not there. It's not a different division. It's because it's kind of much, in a little bit. I think they go to Philly and they play at the Mets, if I'm not mistaken. It's because they have water, but it comes out of faucets and stuff. <laughs> well, well I, that, I, I actually just said that 10-game road trip, they go to Philadelphia yeah. and New York to play the Mets. So. I think that's where they go. Good call, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> April, right? April. Very early. May. First week in April. Yep. They have water. Well, it comes out of faucets or like sewers and stuff, and sometimes there's like rivers. There's three of them in Pittsburgh. They just come together. It's like, what a name, Three Rivers Stadium. Which one is it? <laughs> if it's it was, named uh, Three Rivers, which one is the stadium name? Susquehanna. Because three of them. Susquehanna, I love that name. Yeah. 
Uh, we found out today single game tickets for the Wilds upcoming season will go on sale September 15th, which is a Saturday at 8.30 in the morning at the Excel Energy Center box office. Uh, if you prefer to use the phone, you'll be able to buy them or the computer uh, through Ticketmaster that day at 10 o'clock in the morning. Kansas City's really landlocked, though, for water, aren't they? There is, like, they have good ribs. Yeah. But no. ribs are not water. <laughs> News notes from today. The 24-year-old man from Mexico living in the U.S. illegally who confessed to kidnapping college student Molly Tibbetts while she was running in her small Iowa hometown, killing her and dumping her body, made his first court appearance today. Christian Rivera appeared in the courtroom wearing a black and white striped jumpsuit and headphones. He's working with an interpreter. During the hearing, the judge set Rivera's bond at $5 million. Rivera's lawyer said he will likely request a review hearing on that bond amount. Rivera will return to court for a prelim on August 31st. The 20-year-old Tibbetts went missing on July 18th. Her disappearance set off a massive search involving state and federal authorities. I have a question. In this horrific, horrific story, there is now public debate about the, the status of this evil person that murdered her. Why isn't that a conversation? Because people are saying, "Well, you're politicizing it." The fact we that- had this uh, conversation at the start of the show. No, but but what I'm getting at, Joe, is you're you're now you're part of the problem if you bring that up. Yeah, well, then I'm part of the problem because I'm bringing it up. He somehow uh, managed the to get through a program that would have uh, uh, assigned him credibility to work here. He either stole an identity or bought an identity or or whatever. Mm. He he managed to game the system. I don't know how he can't even speak English. Sheriff's officials is say, that why he had the headphones, John? Because I'd hate to think exactly. this turd came in there listening to music. No, he had headphones because he has to work with an interpreter. All right. Yes, he, everything has to be interpreted. So, uh, sheriff's officials say a teenager has drowned in a northern Minnesota lake after leaving his life jacket on shore. Witnesses told investigators the 18-year-old was wearing a life jacket and swam from the shore to a floating dock and back on Twin Lakes near Ely last night. Authorities say he decided to try again, but this time took off oh. the life jacket and went underwater. Well, did he not know how to swim? I think he probably got he probably got tired, fatigued. I would think. Yeah. My God, that's so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I feel horrible for that family. Authorities have not yet released his identity. His body was recovered after about thirty minutes of searching. President Trump said in an interview today with Fox and Friends that he did find out about his former lawyer Michael Cohen's payments to quiet politically damaging stories by two women before the election later on. Cohen pleaded guilty yesterday, of course, to counts of campaign finance violations. In his guilty plea, Cohen suggested he made payments at the direction of Donald Trump to silence former Playboy playmate Karen McDougal and adult film star Stormy Daniels. Uh, Cohen doled out 150 grand to American media to buy a McDougal story about the affair and bury it, and 130 grand to Daniels. His lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, previously confirmed that Cohen was repaid by the president. Cohen released a recording of a conversation with the president about the payment to McDougal. The president confirmed his campaign did not reimburse Cohen for the payments in an interview with Fox and Friends reporter Ainsley Earhart. He said they weren't taken out of campaign finance. That's the big thing. They came for me. And I tweeted about it. However, if the president directed Cohen to make the payments on his behalf, then the president may be liable for accepting an illegal corporate contribution to the campaign. Cohen, and by extension, the Trump organization would have gotten the combined $280,000 as part of campaign activity without filing that payment. A new report from the U.N.'s nuclear watchdog expresses what they call grave concern. 
Uh, North Korea is continuing to develop its nuclear program despite the regime's commitment to work toward denuclearization after June summit in Singapore. The agency, based in Geneva, said the North's continued nuclear activities constitute what they're calling clear violations of relevant U.N. Security Council resolutions. Hawaii residents rushing to stores to stock up on bottled water and toilet paper and other supplies as they face the threat of heavy rain, flash flooding, and high surf as a powerful hurricane continues to come toward Hawaii. Hurricane Lane weakened slightly to a Category 4 storm, but forecasters warned it remains a threat to the entire island chain. A hurricane warning in effect for Hawaii's Big Island was extended today to the island of Maui, according to the National Weather Service. National Weather Service meteorologist Melissa Dye said the storm was 320 miles southeast of Hilo shortly before 5.30 this morning. Dye said rain associated with the hurricane has started to show up on radar off the Big Island of Hawaii. Offshore buoys were detecting higher than normal waves. Weather Service said tropical storm force winds could begin as early as tonight. On the what Big was Island. the name of the... Hurricane Lane. Hurricane Lane. Oh. Does it uh, we will unleash the power? Lane, huh? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't do much for Did it. um sounds like a wrestler's name. Right. Did the other day didn't didn't Patrick did uh, wish for a hurricane in Florida to get rid of the dead fish yep. from the red tide? I think he did, yep. yeah. <laughs> we need a good hurricane. Yeah. Need a good get hurricane. Rid of the fish. Blow it out of here, Dad. Blow it out to uh <laughs> let's go to Haiti. Let's go. <laughs> we need a good hurricane. Yeah, we need a good hurricane. Country performer Gretchen Wilson was arrested at a Connecticut airport today for minor disturbance. Don't know her. Uh, she had a big hit back in the in the old hundreds. Uh-huh. <laughs> the singer was charged with breach of peace. Wilson was flying into Bradley International Airport in Windsor Locks, Connecticut, when it all happened. Uh, Wilson got belligerent uh, when police were interviewing her. She was arrested and charged. She posted $1,000 bond. TMZ says Wilson got into an altercation with another passenger over the use of the bathroom uh-huh. on the airplane. Oh, so she was good and hammered, huh? Uh, maybe. There's really <laughs> no argument you could have about the bathroom on an aircraft. Wait your turn, and that's Maybe they it, both right? went maybe, for the handle yeah. at the same time. Maybe they both, it was one of these. Boom, ah, ran into okay. each other. Boom. And then you're not going to give up any ground. I got no, yeah. Okay. The singer is set- I got to go worse than you. When you got to go. You got to go. Right. Singer is set to perform uh, tonight in the area. Wilson's lawyer and representatives didn't return messages. Uh, Wilson won a Grammy back in 2004. Coming to you live from the Connecticut Pomida. Here's Gretchen Wilson. (laughs) She's actually at Mohegan Sun. Oh, wow, that is amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah. She's making plenty of bucks. The new tune called, That's My Bathroom. Her uh, big hit uh, that she won the Grammy for in 2004 was Redneck Woman. Redneck Woman. Nice. All right. Thank you. Interactive.com. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're at 82 degrees out there right now, heading for a high today of about 83 or 84. It's going to be mainly clear tonight. Low humidity still. The dew points are low. 60 for the overnight low. Should be a very comfortable night and a comfortable morning tomorrow. And then sunshine back up to 83 for the high. South winds at around 5 to 15. Tomorrow evening, tomorrow night, some thunderstorms start to pop up. At this point, it looks like uh, most of those storms will be after dark. It's going to be close for the uh, 
evening grandstand show out at the Minnesota State Fair. But at this point, it does look like it'll probably start after 10 p.m. Uh, so that would be all right. And then uh, on Friday, some more scattered storms going to hold our high to the mid-70s. And then we go into the mid to upper 80s for highs for Saturday and Sunday. Humid as well. A scattering of thunder by late Saturday or Saturday night. Some more scattered thunderstorms possible on Sunday. And then Monday, it heats up close to 90. We do cool down by the by Wednesday of next week, though. We're back down to the 70s to low 80s for highs, and that's thanks to a nice little cool front that may keep us cool for a little bit, for at least the latter part of next week. But until that time, it's going to start to heat up again tomorrow up to 83. Right now we're at 82, and I have the records for the day, Joe. August 22nd. 97 on this date. 97. A couple years here, Joe. 1898. 1898. And 1971. And 1971. And then 43. 43. In 1890. In 1890. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Let's stay with the failed academy for a moment. Okay. To rest my case that some of these courses taught by professors Published in the journal Feminist Theory, uh, Professor Lauren Whitworth of St. Mary's College of Maryland defines the increasingly popular term ecosexual, a person that finds nature sensual, a new sexual identity, a person who takes the earth as their lover. And and they in Gross. and the uh, ecosexuals uh, encourage sex with nature itself. See what? Yeah, I mean you can't flunk taking a course from her, right? Hey, I, I just, love trees. I love yes, a tree. I you know, I always said I didn't have a relationship with a tree, but I decided I would. They have knot holes. Yes, they were. <laughs> hey, hey, good afternoon, everybody. Everybody. Whitworth includes a description of one ecosexual in, uh, individual's first sexual encounter with a with a redwood tree. At, at, Some of the old redwoods at Yosemite. <clears throat> oh. Uh, well, they you know. Sprinkle, somebody named Sprinkle. With a K? Or? Describes her first encounter with redwood trees at Yosemite. I love the scent of the trunk like vanilla mixed with the soil. I have a strong memory of coming across a redwood that had fallen over from a storm. I walked around off the trail and peeked at its freshly exposed roots. Gross. So soft, so sensuous, so sexy, I had to touch them. Oh. <laughs> touch them what? Mm-hmm. Them apples? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Breitbart News reported that a UC Santa Cruz professor, that's where you can take courses you can't flunk, was encouraging her students to have sex with the earth in order to preserve it. That's really dumb. That's really a stupid thing. In April of this year, uh, Breitbart News reported on a University of Michigan professor who wrote about the importance of talking erotically to plants. You wear green because you think you can hide. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, God. yeah. Just we're, that we're doesn't just so screwed. It's just unbelievable. Mm. That the the academy's lead, lead, leading the way. Unfortunately, now some garage logic news. Here we go. Here's we're bringing it back with a little pushback. The next time your grandmother asks you to help clean the house, do it. A woman recently recounted on Reddit the reunion she had with a collection of exotic cars stored in her grandmother's cluttered garage. Hmm. She said she felt like an archaeologist as she took the cover off a white 1981 Lamborghini Countach Countach, that was parked between a Ferrari 308 and an MGT series. 
What? But she's not revealing where they were located. The cars have been purchased by her late grandfather for an exotic car rental business that he ran for a while before rising insurance costs forced him to close it. He kept the cars but didn't take very good care of them. She said he he left them outside and in a series of leaky garages and that they've been in this one for over 15 years. None of them run, and they are definitely worse for wear inside and out. All of the bodies are in good condition. She said Grandma is looking to get rid of them soon, but that they're not officially for sale yet. Fully restored, they could be worth well over five hundred grand. At the moment, both women are staying anonymous and aren't interested in doing any more publicity beyond the Reddit post. Hmm. Hmm. What's Reddit? It's a uh, online site. Uh, let me give you the official description. It's a place where you can go and rate things, and there's all. It's it's. But how could they do uh, be on Reddit and tell this story and and uh, have remained anonymous? Reddit is an American social news aggregation, web content rating, and discussion website. Registered members submit content to the site, such as links, text, posts, and images. Yeah, so, but how? So, in other words, they could take like your column online yeah. and put it up and say, "Oh, look at what Such wrote." Have you read it? Yeah, but but. How do they remain anonymous? Well, because you have a profile that's on there. You have to be a member, in other words, to post something on it. Right. Sure, and yes. You can do as much or as little as you want. So either the either the daughter or her grandmother, uh, either the uh, grand, what would that? Yeah, the granddaughter. Either the granddaughter or the grandmother is a Reddit user user mm-hmm. i'm and, gonna i'm gonna side probably that it's the granddaughter okay and they would they decided to make the likes of me salivate so they put up there look what look what i found when i cleaned out my grandma's garage exactly mm. wow a lamborghini an mgt series and a ferrari 308 you want us to create you a reddit uh, no. profile right well you're up there on fifth right no i'm not yep. I, I, I don't want anything <laughs> to do with the uh, 752 it's amazing the stuff that's out there it's just amazing well why did they why did they wreck the cars why didn't they i don't know why that happens i, I i'm in the i'm in the market all the time uh, uh sports car market uh ebay craigslist i have cities i check all over the if- country and it's amazing that somebody will suddenly decide you know what that mg that's been sitting in the backyard i think i'll sell it well, the problem is it's been sitting in the backyard. Well, that's what I'm saying. My it's po- shot. Yeah, this uh, owner, this guy that started that rental business that was defunct, had these vehicles, and they started to deteriorate. Why didn't he sell them off to make money? Well, not only that, but let's presume he owned them. Okay. If, if he could have afforded a Ferrari 308 uh, and a Lamborghini Countach and the MGT series, he, he suddenly couldn't afford the insurance? Yeah, I don't get that. At that point, sell the cars because he, you, you're ruining them. He did get over the you're nuts hump, though. Yeah. Uh, it'll never work. And then it never worked. It never worked. Right. It never worked. Uh, so I don't know where uh, I don't know where these uh, cars are. I, I'm, a, I'm presuming they're in this country. Uh, but grandma's grandma's no dummy. Grandma's not letting anybody know where they are. Right. Because she thinks she's sitting on a gold mine. Right. She's not, but she's sitting on more money than she probably thinks she is. Because the Ferrari uh, people are insane and they'll, you know. Well, okay. Does uh, it have its tool roll? Right. How much <laughs> How much would it cost to restore that thing? Not more than than I would want to pay. Yeah. Uh, it would be very I'm cost out. prohibitive. I'm out. But I saw the pictures there. They didn't look that bad. 
They didn't? No, they're not that oh. bad. This guy has seen more urban wildlife than a DNR field agent with a PhD, Joe Suchere. How are the twins doing, boys? Uh, Twinkies are down 5-2. It's not going well. I'll turn on the big TCL 55-inch uh, TV for Pat so he can be thoroughly distracted. Yes. That is the seventh inning. Fifth. Fifth. Now, do they come home tomorrow? They do to face the red-hot Oakland A's, sir. Aren't they we having a them. season? I'm all in. Much like Kansas City a couple of years ago, yep. I'm all in on the Oakland A's uh, winning the World Series. I think that would be great. Really? Oh, they're just having a oh, great they have, year. I think they're the in the bottom five of payrolls in all of baseball. Okay. Who still runs them? The uh, Moneyball guy? Billy Bean. Billy yes. Bean still yep. does. Huh? He Billy still Ball. does. Well, he's doing a hell of a job, isn't he? They're, and they're a fun team to watch. Yeah. They really are. They they play the game the right way. Yeah. What 1500 are we ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Uh, sports is coming up shortly. It's uh, 82 degrees. Got it.